Okay, certainly a pleasure to have uh, one of the great guys uh, on with us now. Uh, certainly one of the most knowledgeable people on uh, pro football uh, and football in general. Uh, but uh, past uh, president, in fact, of the Pro Football Writers Association. He's a longtime uh, sports writer with the Buffalo Evening News, covering the Buffalo Bills and, and any uh, any other, many other NFL teams. Was with the Cleveland Browns uh, for five years, uh, working with them uh, himself. And now uh, also his, uh, been, he's been picked up by many uh, publications, his, his articles and 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 so on have been picked up by uh, by many and also uh, NFL talk TV and and so on. Just a, a knowledgeable guy and a good guy and an old friend. Uh, Vic Carucci uh, from Buffalo is with us and and Vic, I certainly appreciate you doing this. Well, I appreciate being on with you, Kay. I know when you contacted me about us getting together for this chat, uh, it brought back so many great memories of the time we got to spend together, uh, not long enough, but, but certainly a, a, a few years uh, back in the early 80s. And I know that was a long time ago, but it stands as some of the, the fondest uh, of my memories being around this game for a long time. Well, I appreciate you saying that, and, and same here. Vic, let's, uh, let's get started and, and right there at home with the Buffalo Bills. Now that it looks like they've lost their young quarterback, Allen, for at least uh, – an extended period of time. We don't know how bad the elbow is yet, but uh, uh, how do you see uh, this football team gaining a, a footing in the National Football League, especially in that division with New England uh, at this time? Yeah. First of all, the the footing with New England has been kind of a, a forever problem, it seems, Kay, uh, or certainly a problem since – a guy named Tom Brady took over as their quarterback because from that point on, it has not been competitive between the Patriots and the Bills for the most part. And, and of course, we could say that about the other teams in the AFC East easily and, and many of them throughout the whole league. But um, to, to close that gap, we, we saw what happened this year in the draft. And, and the Bills were one of the teams, uh, the Jets being the other from their division, that went ahead and, and got franchise quarterbacks, or at least who they hope will be. Uh, the Jets doing that with Sam Darnold uh, with the third overall pick, and then Buffalo making Josh Allen the seventh overall pick. Uh, and, you know, in terms of, of that gap closing, I mean, I, I realistically, I, I didn't see a whole lot of change this year. Now, I know the Bills made the playoffs last season. They were 9-7. and seven. They kind of backed in with the help of, Big, big help from Cincinnati beating Baltimore at the end of the year after Buffalo knocked off Miami. But um, this this looked to me to be a step-back year, Kay, uh, where I, I thought it would be hard for them to get to nine wins. I didn't see that. And if anything, I, I saw, you know, a, a bit of a reversal now. I didn't know how far back it would go. It's been, it's gone certainly at two and four. It's, it's not encouraging. The news of Josh Allen's injury uh, now is, uh, and the p- potential for him being out a while makes it even tougher. But um, I, he, he was struggling, you know, as a, as a raw rookie and, and a guy who came out of college with some accuracy issues at Wyoming. But um, I, I think the bigger problem for Buffalo K is 
and you can appreciate this with your quarterbacking background, your coaching background, they don't have another guy really that I think they can comfortably put in there. We saw Nathan Peterman struggle badly against Houston, and while Josh still has a you know would have had a lot to learn even if he were healthy, uh, you know the only other choice on this team is a guy named Derek Anderson, and he's 35. He's a 14-year guy who has spent most of his time as a backup, and frankly, they were. Uh, I mean, uh, Derek was thinking about retirement before before Buffalo uh, gave him a phone call uh, about two weeks ago, and, and they just signed him last week. So pushing him out there possibly against Indianapolis Sunday uh, instead of Peterman is, you know, I, I think I yeah. think going to be a tough go for this Buffalo team. Yeah, I, th- I think you're I think you're right. Well, let's go. I'm going to mention a certain team first. I'm going to bring up the uh, the the way that people have talked about this being similar, the quarterback draft this year being similar to the 83 quarterback draft, which uh, is, is tough to beat with the Elways, the Kellys, uh, and, and someone Blackledge and so on. But they had a fine, they've had a fine group of young quarterbacks. I'll tell you, they're all, uh, they're all looking pretty good to me. I, I, uh, I really like, I really like what I see and, and think they're all going to have a good future. But uh, let, let me ask you about some teams in particular Vic, uh, and what you hear and uh, around the league and what you see going on. Uh, the big surprise, of course, are the Rams. They're just uh, playing extremely well and uh, I think being coached extremely well. And, and uh, just a, uh, they're, uh, they're quite a, a football team right now. They are an amazing team. And, um, you know, it's, it's really something to – I think the league – should be very happy that you know having that franchise back in LA, and and having um, the you know the, the a new stadium being built and all the you know all that goes with that all that investment that goes with that but but having a team be out of that market for as long as the league was missing a team in in LA, um, and now to be dynamic and, and exciting I mean it, it couldn't have been scripted and I use that word intentionally I guess it couldn't have been scripted. Any, any better uh, for for that market and and for that team, and you know it's interesting, Kay. You, you mentioned you brought up for a second John Elway and Jim Kelly and, and some of the great Hall of Famers Mar- that, this Mar- NFL, that, that the league has had. Yeah, I know for a fact that you uh, were instrumental uh, very much in Jim Kelly. You know, coming aboard the Bills. I mean, a lot of people forget that. Uh, that you were a guy who, who you know, when when that team, when that draft pick was made in in 1983, that class of 83, you, Bill Polian, uh, will say this because you're the one who was also responsible for getting Bill into the building, the Hall of Fame general manager, and he, and he never hesitates to mention that, and and also that he knew, you know, the sacrifice you were willing to make by having this team, you know, rely on on these draft picks and go through the rebuild even though it was, you know, not probably good for your job security. Uh, but the point is you got you to gotta find these people, and you got to, you know, you got to be lucky, I know, to some degree. When it comes to the Rams, look, Jared Goff, I mean, when, when he was playing as a rookie, and that was only a couple of years ago, we were wondering what the heck were they thinking, right, you know, making this guy the top pick. But um, one could argue that, you know, coaching has made a big difference, uh, that Sean McVay has done a, a tremendous job with them. And, uh, and, and of course, they're getting great work out of the running back, Todd Gurley. But looking at what Goff has been able to do with his receivers, the, the talent he has there, 
that they've got Jared Goff playing at this level, I, I mean, is is, a, is hope, I think, for the rest of the league, for teams like Buffalo, for teams like the Jets, for uh, the, the Cleveland Browns, uh, you know, with with, um, with going with Baker Mayfield and, and even Arizona now going with Josh Rosen, these these uh, rookies that are starting this year. I mean, maybe if it doesn't show up this year, although Sam Donald's playing well, it could show up in the future. Yeah, I like them all, Vic. I really do. I like Donald. Certainly, he had a, a tremendous game yesterday, and I think he he has matured week by week. I see him now sticking the ball into windows that maybe he wouldn't have or wouldn't have felt sure about uh, early on, first game or so. But uh, he's uh, he's playing like a mature, more like a mature quarterback now. I like uh, Baker Mayfield. I give he's got I think he's got that it it factor, and Josh Rosen Rosen is a polished uh, quarterback for his age and and experience. Uh, he's going to need some more, but he also needs a football team to surround him out there. There. Uh, it's going to be tough for him to stand up under that under that pressure. And, and of course, we look back at uh, uh, Carson Wentz and Wash, uh, Watson. And there's some good young quarterbacks coming up in the league. Uh, and we'll see what happens. But, uh, you know, the, the question I get all the time, Vic, is uh, how would you rate the quarterbacks? And, and, and regardless of how good the young kids look, uh, it's, it's, it's Brady, Rodgers, and Breeze. And then Ryan, uh, I mean, those those four would be your. If you had to go play tomorrow and you had one quarterback you could you could take, you probably would take Brady, and go play. Yeah, it'd be hard not to take him yeah. uh, at 41, still doing incredible things, and you know what he showed against Kansas City uh, Sunday night. You know, is still just uh, I, I was shaking my head at that one, just watching what he was able to, to, to do and how he – it isn't just the plays that he makes. It's also just the way he manages the game and, and knows the situation and, you know, does the right thing under the circumstances, uh, knowing the clock, knowing knowing all the details, all the finer points that, um, that I think is textbook for every young quarterback to look at. Aaron Rodgers – uh, you know, same thing. Watched him Monday night, and and you saw some of the brilliant work that he did, uh, oh, yeah. in in a game where he had an opponent that was definitely pushing uh, the Packers probably farther than anyone thought they might. But um, and he's doing it on a bad knee, and and I I got to see him in person earlier this year when they played Buffalo, uh, and he he uh, he's just one of these guys that. Yeah, his his sense of where everything is, and, and I think the common denominator, Kay, for Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Drew Brees, they set such an incredibly high standard for themselves, and they expect everyone, every player on their team, uh, to follow that standard. Oh, I think you're right. No question about it. Let me ask you about a couple of other teams while we have, have a little time left here, uh, Vic. Um, of course, uh, Philadelphia won the – uh, Super Bowl last year. I think they're uh, having a little Super Bowl hangover right now, but uh, they're still a good football team. What do you? Uh, uh, how do you see the Eagles? Well, I see them as being a, a strong contender um, and and looking like defensively uh, they could they could possibly hold up well enough to to be in the hunt. Um, I mean, with with Carson Wentz. Uh, certainly it all comes down to, you know, what he's able to do and how healthy he's able to stay. 
Um, I, I don't think they're anywhere near as dominant as they were a year ago, but I think they're still pretty good and, and still um, well-coached. Uh, you know, Doug Peterson does a yeah. great job yeah. there. Uh, my concern, though, is, is as the season progresses, um, how much opponents still figure out what this, what what Carson Wentz is doing, and what the offense in general is doing. I thought a year ago there was so much more coaching depth there when Frank Reich was the offensive coordinator, and uh, and, and he had John D. Filippo as his uh, quarter as his uh, quarterbacks coach. And of course, they're both gone now. Frank's a head coach in Indy, and D. Filippo's the coordinator in Minnesota. And while Peter uh, Doug Peterson is a is a is an outstanding head coach, I think uh, his strength is is what he brings to the table, and that is that quarterback guidance. Uh, can he can he do enough by himself? And I know he's not alone, but I mean, can he can he do can he do enough without Reich and and De Filippo there to make sure his his young QB is is uh, far ahead of the game? That would be the thing I'm looking at. Yeah, and another team that is I think it's a good football team trying to. Uh, fight their way back into it, uh, and, and certainly they will be at the end of the year, I think, is Minnesota. Uh, still a good football team. St- still a very good team. I mean, I got to see them, Kay, when Buffalo uh, shocked them, shocked the NFL oh, yeah. in Minnesota. Uh, but I think it was also a case of Minnesota in the third week of the season over clearly overlooking the Bills uh, and, and taking them very lightly. And that's some of the questions I have now. You know, I know there's also a health issue here and there with – uh, with Mike Zimmer's team, but I, I think overall um, it's about maintaining that focus and, and Kirk Cousins. You know, is he going to consistently be what they invested in? Uh, and and for the most part, I think it's a it's a good really good pickup for them. Uh, but I, I would caution, you know, people who are say fans of that team to just say. Hey, you know, a guy changes teams, even though he's a veteran and knows what he, you know, knows his team. He's still, he's still finding his way with with what he has there. I mean, you know, he's he's got two great receivers and Adam Thielen uh, and Stephon Diggs, but he still needs to. Um, there, there is a building as you again. I'm talking about things that you know and and have forgotten more of than I, I'll ever know. But it, it is that chemistry that a quarterback yeah. has to build, right? And uh, and and that doesn't happen overnight. Vic, we're down to a couple of minutes here. Uh, let me ask you quickly. The National Football League has had some problems. I have uh, uh, maybe in a minority, but I have. Uh, an idea of what I feel like uh, have, has been the problem over the last couple of years. But how do you see the health of the league right now? Um, overall, I think it's better than, than probably a lot of people think. I think there's great interest in the game. The TV numbers have been good this year, if not higher. I, I believe I've read almost by the week uh, that they're going up uh, or, or com- you know, compared a year over year. Um so I think people are still – it's still the best form of live entertainment for television, and as long as that's going, it's it's strong. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what attendance numbers end up being. And I think a thing people forget about is that the league has lifted that those blackout requirements in cities. So teams, teams can still uh, – uh, teams don't have, I guess, that advantage of – you know, people uh, ha- having to fill the stadium or, or be sold out before games are on TV, and I and I think that's played. That's been an overlooked element uh, in in some of the attendance uh, issues at places. But uh, still, still a very strong game, and fantasy football still very strong. And I think the other thing to look at 
can't ignore is how the the whole gambling dynamic now uh, that uh, you know that that's been approved on a national basis how on a state by state basis uh, that takes hold and 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 because uh, that will influence the interest in the league Vic I can't thank you enough my friend for coming on spending this time with us and uh I know you've got a ton of things to do and you stay busy all the time but I do appreciate it I want you to know that and uh, look forward to staying in touch and maybe get you back on later in the year if you if you wouldn't mind. It would be my absolute pleasure. Always great to join you, Ken. Thanks, Vic.